The PPC Expert Corner is a podcast created for you to learn from each other's experience in managing an online per-per-click campaign. In each episode, you will learn about optimizing your PPC campaigns from some of the industry's top PPC experts and marketers. Kia ora, welcome and bonjour. I'm Jeremy Adam, your host, and I'm honored to present you with a new PPC Expert Corner podcast episode. Welcome everyone for a new episode of the PPC Expert Corner. Today, I'm the, I have the pleasure to be with Anna Anash. She's Hello, working everybody. for Data Watch, and she we will have a good conversation today about e-commerce feed and and more insight about uh, e-commerce stores. So welcome, Anna. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, that thank you for, for taking the time to be here because I know it's a little bit late for you. Uh, Anna is in uh, Poland and it's uh, 9 p.m. for uh, 7 p.m. Yeah. for me. So really uh, early in the morning for me and really late for you. So thank you for taking time. But that's fine. I'm a B person, evening <laughs> person and also that's totally fine. That's cool. Uh, can you uh, start? Can we start the podcast? And can you introduce yourself to the audience? Who you are? What company? What Data Feedwatch is doing? Sure. So I've been with Data Feedwatch for three years now. Time flies. A lot has changed uh, when I joined. It was a medium-sized company, like cool enough to have multi-sport, but then small enough to uh, know what people are doing, more or less. We are 50. Now we grew to 100 and we specialize, we focus on data feeds. Uh, so we build our platform around everything that concerns data feeds. And um, saying that people think that data feeds is only for Google shopping and for physical shops that sell online, which is yeah. just part of what we do. Because uh, the data feed is everything that produces the listing that we can embrace, optimize, and, and send it in a better enriched form to where the people needed to send it. So that was a fascinating journey. I knew little about data feeds because uh, my background was more pay-per-click, traditional um, AdWords, uh, keywords, text ads, that was my environment before. And then I've learned that since I've uh, left Google a good few years ago, things evolved. And now we're talking about totally different, renewed marketing uh, with the focus on multi-channel. People should be there where their customers are and how to get there. We help them with this journey. Um, so, that was a fascinating journey to learn more about uh, how Google evolved, uh, which other channels are relevant in which markets. I've learned much more about shopping online myself because before I was traditional shopper that uh, liked to go to shop, browse, touch everything and come out with the goods in, in our hands. That changed a lot. And and we are in this journey, we are changing. Recently, we have been uh, purchased by a big player on the American market, card.com. So we are learning what we can offer to customers on this journey, how we can provide a more 
holistic solution for the retailers who need many different softwares to even get started. So we are one of those uh, whom they meet on their way to find the customers, to reach out to customers and to provide them the data that their customers are eventually looking for. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I've touched a lot of <laughs> a lot of strings this way, but uh, e-commerce nowadays is a fascinating jungle. Uh, many interconnected softwares, programs, and that's why this job is actually so cool because you are in the middle of something growing, evolving, changing, giving you as a customer, which everybody is a customer at some point. So you learn about this jungle much more. You learn how to move around, how to help people make sense of this huge amount of programs and data they need uh, across their e-commerce journey. That's, so I believe I will be in this uh, job for much longer because there is still a lot to learn. And uh, yeah, yeah I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, the e-commerce part is, uh, is, uh, is evolving. Uh, it's evolving really, really quickly and uh, everything is changing all the time. And, uh, and especially on uh, Facebook and, uh, and, and Google. And you, you, you were talking about learning, so that's, I, normally I ask this question at the end of the podcast, but now you, you are, we are talking about learning. What, what, what did you learn recently, a big change or insight about e-commerce uh, that can be really useful for the audience about uh, managing uh, the feed or a big change or improvement? Uh, it's hard to, ch- to, to think about it. Uh, what changed recently because there is something changing every time so you go for two weeks holidays and you find things different so a lot of buzz has been recently about the privacy and uh, new analytics new ways of of tracking how we can track when cookies will be gone but this is more uh, for the analysts what really concerns us is um, how to be seen how to be visible for our clients where to focus our marketing efforts with uh, our choice of products, where to send them. So multi-channel marketing is here and it is to stay. It will evolve. Um, For sure, we're going to be reaching more markets. Uh, So the concerns recently, especially during pandemics, were the global logistics. Um, Are we staying local? Uh, Are we supporting our local communities, buying local groceries, locally, ecologically produced goods? Or are we still availing of purchasing globally from wherever because we can, because Alibaba is there, different uh, marketplaces are there entering our market. So now we we can buy everything from whoever wants to sell to us. So this, uh, these were actually concerns that we've seen as uh, Amazon was entering Europe and opening new markets. Uh, smaller li- retailers might have been concerned how they are going to um, compete with the giants. But uh, we see that this environment is quite spacious for everybody. So if you find your niche, if you find uh, how to speak to your audience, then you will thrive in this environment. Yeah, I agree. And actually that's what we do. We help them reach with proper data to their 
choice of the markets or, or, or well sales channels yeah yeah i agree with you uh i i think we are what it's the reason why i like my job is because we are we are we are merging technology and marketing uh, and paid advertising. So technology like data feed watch, also technology you can implement to uh, for tracking and to improve the, your optimization is very important, but it's not what will at the end make uh, your product sell online. It's uh, also marketing, but so it's a merge between marketing and technology that will provide you a good result and also a, a good campaigns because if you are miss if you are missing the marketing part you won't sell anything <laughs> or not too much because you you are not talking to the to the correct audience with the correct message but if also if you are losing the technical part uh, you are you you will miss some um, data or you will miss some um, workflow and some process that will improve what you are doing for your customer and uh, ultimately, you will get um, uh, less result. So let's talk a, a little bit more about Data Feed Watch because some people they might not have an e-commerce website or them or they might might have an e-commerce website and they already have a feed, and the feed is probably do, going directly in, into Google Merchant Center or the other Merchant Center. So, uh, can you uh, let us know the the reason why? Uh, the company build data of Feedwatch and what mm -hmm. what what I would say what kind of feature or improvement uh, is providing data Feedwatch. Obviously, so you have uh, uh, you are growing, so that means you are you are delivering a very good uh, product and a service for your clients. So let's just uh, know the audience. Uh, yeah, what what's mm -hmm. what's the difference between. Um, Injecting, I will say, a feed from uh, the, the the shop directly to the shop. The, to like Google Merchant Center. Why, uh, yeah, data feed watch was built at the beginning. So our founding father Jacques Vanderwild used to be a marketeer himself, and while he was working with the data, he saw the need of improving them because for many marketeers synchronizing their shop and throwing the data as they are to Google Merchant Center might work for some time. And that's totally fine. If that does the job, fine. But as soon as they would add more sales channels to it and try to tweak the data specifically for those different sales channels, they will see that this is not enough anymore. So multi-channel marketing made it very complicated for them. And um, Jacques noticed that there must be something done about the data. It's not enough that you throw some data to some platform and expect results. You will get some results at the best. So he came up with this in-between step of uh, changing the data, enriching, optimizing, making them firstly meet the requirements of the channels, provide more data that ultimately the client will be looking for because we like to take informative decision when we shop something we cannot even see. So uh, with this in mind, we can um, take the specific data of Google or Facebook or Pinterest, check them out and see uh, what data I have to send to this channel, onto this channel. For example, oh, pictures might be different. Probably when you, everybody who has seen any product on Google shopping so that they are quite specific product on a white background, nothing very exciting. 
but that's the requirements of Google. Whereas the uh, requirements of Facebook are much more loose if you want to show um, the product on a person in real life, so lifestyle. So how to do it if you just connect your shop as it is to those platforms? Well, you can't, or most. If it's, if it's possible, then it would be very cumbersome. And that's what our platform facilitates. Not to mention that if you want to connect to next channels, marketplaces, you need to know their requirements. So that takes time, that takes energy, that takes research, and we make it automated because we take care of this part. If tomorrow Google will change requirements and you will have to provide yet another attribute We'll let you know. Uh, we will tell you how to do it. So this is the main core of our business to uh, take care of the data, make them complete, make them specific for the channels where they are being sent to. So uh, Jacques used to say that being a marketeer before was very hard without those tools. Um, being a customer was not a nice experience when you couldn't see that many information about the product you are about to purchase. So that's how we changed that situation with uh, Jacques. I mean, I wasn't there yet. I'm just here three years and the company has existed in different forms since 2013. Then it changed uh, the shape while uh, Jacques got the clear idea uh, what the product should look like. Of course, it's being developed, but the huge advantage is that we have the R&D team, we develop it on site. So if the agency sees the um, need of having some specific feature that will make their life easier, smoother, that will speed up the job of their PPC people, then we can introduce it. And you can, we can design it. And uh, people say it actually shows that uh, we do design it with uh, UX, researchers, designers, it's intuitive, it's making everybody's life easier. So that was the, the purpose of it. Um, we try to explore different possibilities because across my job with agencies at DataFeed, which I found out that a product listing is much more than physical shops. In pandemic, for example, um, many, actually, whoever could go online with their businesses tried to do it because that was the time uh, to be visible for their audience online because yeah. shops were closed or people wouldn't go out. So uh, many different business ideas showed up and people tried to get visible online quickly. Uh, we noticed that different food deliveries started operating online and they had to reach out with their product listings which is not maybe physical product or physical product together with the service. So we had to align uh, to the uh, requirements of different platforms, um, sending different things online. So that was a very fascinating period of, of quick movements, uh, rapid development of many companies. And we get to be a part of it. We get to observe it because we also accumulate the trends. We process a lot of data on a daily basis and we can see those trends as, as they emerge. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can imagine. Uh, it's very, very interesting to see that uh, your company involved uh, with the market. 
because the, we are working on an evolving market. And I, I think I, I think I know your project since uh, since 2013 when I was working on shopping campaign for our clients. I, I, I didn't use it at the time, but I, uh, yeah, it's uh, I remember uh, when the market emerged. Uh, and it was very good to uh, have people uh, building this kind of product because I remember working on on my first uh, Google Shopping campaign. It, it was it was difficult, <laughs> and it was the beginning of the feed. It was the beginning of shopping uh, in France, Google Shopping in France, and uh, yeah, it, everything was uh, hard to connect. Uh, yeah, the, the title didn't look very good. Description didn't look very good neither. Sometimes you had to go directly on the website to change uh, to change the title and description. That's mean you change for every everything. So it's uh, it's uh, it was including uh, SEO. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And SEO too. That that's probably also uh, a really good point to highlight is that uh, when you are when you are so if you are seeking uh, to uh, build an e-commerce website, you. You, you will need uh, the feed to be injected in a different platform like Google or even um, a merchant uh, platform, uh, marketplace. And uh, the feed requirements are not the same. So it might be difficult to build the feed from your website because not, not all the solutions they provide uh, uh, and the opportunity to be different feed. Most of the time, uh, the functionality are, are limited with um, with the platform. So it's um, yeah, it's great to have an uh, intermed intermediary software tool where you can uh, play uh, with uh, with your feed and also. Um, uh, I, I I use Data Feed Watch recently, and I, I was really uh, amazed to see the mapping. I really enjoy the mapping on your software where you can uh, build your the title description and also uh, even even changing the price, like uh, working for one client. Yeah, yeah working with, with one client and uh, the platform is, um, is without GST. The price are coming without GST and uh, is using a data feed watch to improve obviously the, the, the title and description but also uh, because the price were coming without gst he, he, he was using data feed watch to just put um, a small uh, multiplication multiplication on the price to to for the price to be accurate on google and it's something he wasn't able to do from the platform so it's this kind of feature you will be able to to find on data feed watch that's true. Actually, I, I say that uh, we enable almost any modification to the feed, and we are struggle struggling actually with uh, some, some opposite uh, wishes. On one hand, to provide super powerful, uh, complex uh, engine, giving you endless possibilities, while at the same time being intuitive, easy, straightforward. And understandable from the first glance, so it's not always easy to to combine those two so uh, opposite uh, requests from one platform. But uh, we always help the clients to get started. So um, we try also to do a lot of job for them so that they are ready to go in no time. But yeah, the the tool offers endless possibilities in my uh, experience. When I joined Data Feedwatch, I uh, could learn a lot about uh, logic, using logic to map those rules. 
and using regular expressions. I've never worked with it before. Well, for now, I've learned the logic a bit. So regular expression is this kind of coding that tells the machine, for example, remove every second word after third comma. So it's totally depending on what it finds in the text and can modify it in, in, in many different ways. So I'm enjoying uh, learning that and helping our clients use it to their advantage. So that's a lot of uh, possibilities to grow as a uh, thinking person when you use the tool, being uh, one of us in the company. But yeah, that's actually so cool to see what uh, one platform offers in um, a sense of changing, adjusting. We created, so it also changed since uh, I joined the company. So the core, of course, stays. The purpose is the same, but we add more possibilities to it as, as the marketing companies tell us to, to develop in certain directions. And talking about change, uh, what big change do you think we can uh, expect? I know it's a tricky and hard question, but <laughs> what I loved, I always, I always love to talk about the future and uh, having your point of view on uh, your uh, market, and not necessarily market. I was, I'm, I preferly to talk about um, specifically shopping. Uh, what, what, uh, what change do you think will happen? Uh, or what change can we expect this year on, 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 on the shopping? Uh, part of especially on google and facebook any any uh, big uh, technical change or anything is coming uh? i think the change that has been coming it's it's nothing revolutionary but we could uh, observe it uh, progressing is uh, shops available within every platform within a click so you don't need to leave the um, facebook uh, twitter even Oh, I've heard recently that Twitter tries to introduce the shops. So far, it's working in the US only. But there will be the seamless um, experience of browsing, buying, uh, interacting with the brands. And the platforms want you to stay as long as they can <laughs> catch your attention and make you shop uh, within without you changing your mind. So this whimsical buying within... Uh, the platform with one click will be enabled uh, practically everywhere where they can monetize it. So mm, we know that the platforms that were seemingly just for fun and entertainment introduced this shopping experience. Um, and the algorithms will definitely know us better so that we will get more qualified, relevant for our history products experiences. So this is something that you can already observe. Um, I'm not uh, uh, wild enough to, to dare to make uh, more long-lasting predictions because the environment changes a lot. So I will stay with, within this one. We are going to get more exposed to shopping across different channels. It's a very interesting insight because you write um, platform try to keep the user uh, on the platform, especially Facebook and all the social media platform, but also Google. So it's not it's not anymore. And it will be probably in the future. You write it's not 
anymore about uh, getting the click um, from uh, this pro this channel. It will be more to be visible on the channel. And uh, you're probably right. And one day maybe uh, it's probably what they are they are doing because they want to keep the user on the platform. They want you to buy on the platform. So yeah, you you will sell on this platform without any click on you on you on your website so it's uh, that's also why it's uh, very important when you've got an e-commerce uh, website to have to be visible on this uh, on this platform and also yeah to have a, a maximize and optimize uh, feed uh, for your product because uh, even if your website is is uh, building optimized uh, if your feed is not that means you might not be visible enough on google and facebook so it's also very important to think differently for this channel, as you mentioned, as as like starting to be another website for you, like another website to manage. That's just your true. Website. True. We could about... even dare to speculate whether having a website will be still necessary, or uh, just throwing your products on Facebook shop would be maybe enough and then positioning within Facebook or within Twitter, maybe at some point. So. Yeah, I recommend that for, for it's a, uh, I, what I'd recommend sometimes I, 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 some people, they contact me and uh, they don't necessarily have already a website, but they like, they have Etsy uh, shop or they've got a shop that are not uh, um, managed in their own domain. So it's hard to uh, do paid advertising. But sometimes when the business is too small, I, I really recommend for these people, it's what I do most of the time to uh, to start with uh, with uh, just a shop on Facebook or on some platform, depending on the product. And uh, it might work better that's having a, a website. Uh, it's uh, it's a very interesting yeah, sure. because, because in your right, uh, maybe one day we... <laughs> Yeah, Facebook will just decide that you will send the feed to Facebook, but they will never send you the customer uh, to your platform. So it might happen uh, one day. So they might. Yeah, it might. They might. Well, it used to work even a few years ago. I was playing around with having my small shop with my handcraft, and I was even able to reach the customers organically. So I was actually avoiding having to build the website, having to build the heavy machinery behind it, because as a one person potentially developing your company, when you are producing the, the product itself, and then you have to be your own marketeer, your own photographer. I discovered how, how hard it is. And firstly, you think, oh, you sell some small craft homemade uh, because you are skilled in some sewing, welding, whatever. And then why does it cost so much compared to the, the brand that has this machinery for advertising? That's why, because one person can do only that much. But uh, it's much easier. It's definitely much easier to do it all from behind your desk at home. And uh, within a bit of skills, you can build your, your own modular website, launch it, uh, be visible, get your customers, talk to them. So it's really fascinating time where we're living in that uh, from behind your desk, you can reach the customer potentially from the other part of the world. Yeah, you're right. 
Thank you so much. Uh, and it's already the end of our postcard. I know it goes fast, guys. Uh, it's always, uh, I can speak for hours with uh, Anna, the, no problem at all. I think we've got more topic to discuss, but uh, obviously everything has an end. And thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank you so much. Podcast. I will just uh, remind um, the URL of the uh, of the of your website. So it's datafeedwatch.com, if I'm correct. That's right. Yeah, yes, so right. I will put a link in the description and um, thank you again. We'll keep in touch for future podcasts and uh, have a lovely end of uh, a night for you. <laughs> thank you so much. That was my pleasure, Jeremy. No problem. And see you soon. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. It's always an excellent experience to learn from your peers and develop your skills to improve your PPC performance. If you want to discover more about paid advertising, I recommend following the PPC Expert blog on www.digitalads.io slash blog. For the social media addict, I created a private Facebook group called the PPC Expert Squad to develop and grow your PPC skills. You're free to join. You can book a PPC consulting session to get more from your campaigns and strategy. Go to www.digitalads.io slash consulting. In the meantime, stay tuned and have a great end of the week.